Okay, it's finally time for my long-awaited review of Blake 7, the role-playing game. So what is Blake 7? Well, Blake 7 was a British science fiction TV series uh, run by the BBC between 1978 and 1981. It was created by Terry Nation, and he's the fella that was involved in Doctor Who and was the creator of the famous Daleks. And the way he pitched Blake 7 to the BBC was it was the Dizzy Dozen in space. And the sort of story was influenced by Robin Hood and his merry men when you've got the good guys doing good against the bad guys and trying to save the innocents and help them. In total, there was four series, and each series was 13 episodes. And it is your typical late 1970s, early 1980s BBC production, very similar to Doctor Who, with wobbly sets, poor um, special effects, but the stories were very good. So the role-playing game was written by King Ming Lui and Zoe Taylor in 1994, and it was released through the Blake 7 Appreciation Society. Now, that was a fan society for all things Blake 7. And it's 130 pages in length. Original copies are absolutely stupid prices if you uh, find them. They go for £100 plus on eBay, so well out of my reach. But the Blake 7 Appreciation Society are reprinting them. And you can currently pick them up on eBay for about 18 quid. So that's where I got mine from just before Christmas because I'm a huge Blake 7 fan. So I thought I would pick up the book. And it's very dated. The print and everything, the layout is really set of its time in the early 1990s. So what is the setting of Blake 7? Well, it's a dystopian future, seven or 800 years from now. And the dominant power is the Terran Federation. Blake Seven are a group of rebels led by Rog Blake, who's the main protagonist and the name of the series. Five other people and a computer called Zen, who makes up the seven of them. Blake is sort of he's an idealistic freedom fighter. Um, Everybody else, his associates are all petty cooks, crooks, um, smugglers, that sort of thing. And the main adversaries is the Supreme Commander Servalin, played by the late wonderful Jacqueline Pierce, who, um, as Servalin, is super sexy. The characters did change throughout the series, with um, several key characters disappearing. Blake did two series. Um, some of the other characters, they changed actors part of the way through. Um, but there was plenty of um, replacements. Zen was replaced by two further computers. So there was a, 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 a sort of continuous carousel as they replaced the characters throughout. So what of Rog Blake? Well, he was a, a political dissident on Earth who is uh, arrested, tried and convicted of false charges, including paedophilia. Yes, this is the late 70s. And he's been deported from Earth to a prison planet. And whilst on the prison ship, the prison ship comes across an abandoned alien starship and Blake and, other, and another prisoner are sent to investigate. They commandeer the ship, rescue some more of the prisoners, and that is them on their way. So, on to the role-playing game. Well, I recently read an interview by the two co-authors and they were big fans of Call of Cthulhu um, and... 
you can see the influence on Call of Cthulhu, the system in Blake 7 role-playing game. It's a D100 system, and you have your main attributes, and the skills are five times the base attributes. It's similar to um, Call of Cthulhu. You have uh, hit points, but you also have optional hit locations. And as a sign of time, there are lots of modifiers um, and shares a lot of the traits of the games in the 90s in that respect. There is psionics, ship combat, a world generation system, very much like in Traveller, so you can create your worlds and planets on the fly. So, on to character creation. The attributes are split into physical and mental. Physical are your strength, size, endurance, initiative, dexterity, and your mental powers are perception, will, reason, charisma, and empathy. And basically, you roll a 4d6 minus 4 12 times to generate your attributes. You discard the two lowest and keep the rest and assign to the attributes. Your hit points are your strength plus your size and endurance divided by 3 and plus 10. So the average is around 21 hit points. You purchase your skills and there's a class of there's a list of 60 skills throughout the, uh, in, the, in the book. So there are lots of skills and in my mind it's skill overload. And some of these skills have a base starting number and um, so you've always got a sort of base number in the skill and you add to it. There are no classes, but there are careers. The careers, they're a rough guide to the type of characters you can play with some ideas how to play them. So, moving on to the NPCs. There are um, the minor NPCs that come in four grades, Delta, Gamma, Beta, Alpha. Each of those different grades has different attributes and HP level, so it's quite easy to make the um, minor NPCs. There's a random motivation tables, so you can decide what your NPCs are up for. And then we have our stock NPCs, so your Federation troopers, your mutoids, sort of everything from the TV shows, the monsters and the creatures, they're all in here. Um, as I said earlier, Kin and Zoe were huge um, Blake 7 fans and they watched uh, the series several times and made sure they got everything um, from the series into the role-playing game. And of course there's the three computers from the series Zen, which was the main one at the beginning, then Orac that took over and lastly Slave. The refereeing section gives some idea on uh, how to design scenarios and some timelines advice. There's an equipment uh, list with generic weapons um, from the TV series and personal equipment and generic stuff and a couple of example scenarios at the back. So what are my thoughts on Blake 7 the role-playing game? Well this is one that's definitely only for fans. It's not a system that I would play. It's a bit too convoluted for me um, but it's great as a reference book and at £18 it's not overly priced. I mean basically it's um, Printed out on paper, stapled together, um, and it's like a do-it-yourself do um, quality. It's not a high-quality print production or anything like that. It's done at home. So if I was going to do Blake 7, what would you use instead of these rules? Well, if you're going to use a D100 system, um, 
I would recommend using River of Heaven, which um, is based on OpenQuest, and that is a simplified D100 system, and I think that system would far suit Blake 7 more than these rules. I mean, they are, they are, they are of its time. They're nearly 30 years old, and unfortunately, uh, that is showing. Other systems you can uh, use instead of it. Um, my other two systems that I would recommend for playing Blake 7 would either be Traveller or ICRPG only because I recommend ICRPG for, ev for everything. So that's it, Blake 7 the role playing game, only for the fans um, if you're into Blake 7 by all means have a look at it uh, you're unlikely to play it and I suppose the big problem with the, the, the game is if you're going to play it you're going to play the main, the, uh, main heroes from it you want to play Blake and his crew, Villa, Avon, uh, Cali. You're not going to play anybody else. So I think it, it, it is limited to, to playing the TV series. Um, but I suppose you could play, uh, use the setting for something else. But for me, if you're going to play Blake 7, you've got to play the um, heroes on the Liberator, haven't you? So that's all for this episode. Thank you for listening. and I'll see you all on the flip side. You have been listening to the Dragons Are Real podcast. My name is Pete Jones. You can find more information at my website at petejones.neocities.org or at my blog at dragonsarealpodcast.tumblr.com The opening music was Fireflies and Stardust by Kevin MacLeod. The closing music, also by Kevin MacLeod, was Fretless. <laughs>